Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast with John and Hannah. It's Thursday and we're cracking open the post bag once again to see those lovely voicemails that you have sent us. And before we start looking at the voicemails, we'd just like to thank the person who, after listening to our recent episode on court cases, recommended a blog post by my fellow Purple Worm host, Dave Aldridge from Deeper Centaur, on his rules for theological debate in the Black Hack. A couple of people recommended that to us. I'm afraid I can't remember the names, but our sincere thanks to recommending that for us. We're going to give that a look. Okay, so speaking of Purple Worm co-hosts, our first voicemail is from my old mucker, Colin Spikepit-Green. John, uh, you'll have to excuse me for not using the, what do you call it, speak pipe. I haven't yet got round to checking it out. It's on my list of things to do. But I have not been sitting idly by. I've been catching up on the... um, your new RDD RPG episodes. In particular, I was enjoying the episode where Hannah was talking about Star Trek and modifying fate for it to work with the expansion of her campaign onto the space station. And uh, the talk of scum and villainy really piqued my interest. I'm going to have to dig out my Blades in the Dark book and... Um, spend some time looking back through that there's uh there's never a shortage of games to play i find anyway really enjoying it and um yeah all the best with the the new format take care catch you later hi colin glad you enjoyed the podcast uh really glad you've enjoyed hearing me ramble about star trek looking forward to seeing what else we can put together and hoping that you'll enjoy that as well yeah, and we've both been in, really enjoying the scum and villainy that Johannes is running, haven't we? Oh, yeah. And I know I spoke to Colin a bit about this the other night while we waited for other people to turn up to my um, my Midlands campaign. And we were sort of chatting about, you know, it's got that sort of Star Wars flavour to it, really, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Which is pretty cool, and it's got some interesting little mechanics to it. So if you're a fan of, like, Power by the Apocalypse and you like a bit of Star Wars, give it a look. Absolutely, it's a very fun game. Okay, and next we have a trio of voicemails from that well-known OSR anchorite Jason Connolly of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Take it away, Jason. Hey, John and Hannah, you did a great job with the How to Run a Game Online episode, the Top 10 Tips. I think those are some of the best tips I have heard. You know, I've run games online for a little bit now, but the keep it simple, stupid thing, the KISS principle is huge. You know, I know people worry about dice rollers and all this junk. You know what? If you can't trust people to roll dice at home, don't play games with them. Or if somebody has to cheat rolling dice, if that's what makes their life better, then why take that away from them? It doesn't hurt anything, ultimately. Just keep it simple. You guys had some wonderful advice. I'm really glad you put that out there, and I'm going to recommend that in my next episode and to other people whenever they ask, because you you spot you you nailed it, you know, spot on. So, just want to let you know that I'm really enjoying your episodes, and I'll talk to you later. Hi, Jason. Really glad you enjoyed the ten tips for 
RPGs online. We'll be following up with some more 10 tips videos whenever we can think of 10 tips for something. And in fact, by the time this episode comes out, there'll probably be already another cheeky one up there. So I hope you enjoy that as well. And your point about particularly at the moment, trusting people to roll their dice or just not worrying about it. Absolutely. Keep it all simple. Keep everybody in the game. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, if you can't trust people to roll their dice, one of the most basic things in a game, how are you going to trust them to be doing like the more complicated stuff in your game? You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks very much. And we've got another message from Jason coming up now. Hey, John and Hannah, Jason here. Really enjoyed your episode in The Living Wall. I like your format. I think your show lengths are just about right. You know, you're under that 20-minute mark, staying about 15 minutes, and you're doing a separate interesting thing each show. It's a much better version of a variety cast than, than my silly show. So I, I enjoy that. I, I may retailer my what I'm doing more towards what you're doing. I'll copy you. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the mimic. That's a different monster. That's next week. No, seriously, I do enjoy the shorter episodes. I enjoy the more frequent episodes, and I really enjoy you talking back and forth. And, you know, like with Living Wall, talking about pop culture references, talking about historical and, well, mythological references, how you can use them in your games. I thought that was really well done, and I look forward to future installments of this series as well as other ones that you're going to do. So keep up the great work. Hi again, Jason. Uh, thanks for that. Um, hopefully... You've seen that we've already put out an episode on Mimics just for you. And if you or anyone else wants to shout out for a monster episode that they want to see or anything else they'd like to hear us talk about, do let us know. Hey guys, Jason here. Really enjoyed listening to your Session Zero V5. Interesting stuff. I like your your insights and your ideas into world building and, and the idea how to, you know, if you're which should be common sense to everybody, but if your players take certain skills or highlight certain things and you want to work them in the game and, and, and the idea of making sure you're playing a game everybody wants to play, and I think that's huge. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm really enjoying the new podcast and, you know, format, and, and I'm really enjoying these discussions. You're talking about different things, and um, don't be afraid to go in depth and, and do a longer episode like this every now and then because – it was really enjoyable. I love hearing you guys talk about this stuff. So talk to you later. Thanks very much, Jason. We really appreciate that call. I'm glad you enjoyed the V5 session zero uh, sort of discussion that I had with Johannes. Yeah, we're going to put out the occasional slightly longer episode when we have a subject that we feel merits it. But we're going to try and keep the other episodes reasonably short and punchy just because we know people are busy and people haven't got time to listen to like three sort of two hour episodes plus whatever a week but we will do a longer one every now and again when we think it's necessary thank you very much for the call hey john hannah jason here enjoyed your court case episode um hopefully i've left you a couple ideas to use for court cases in my latest episodes but you know one version that i like is savage worlds so I haven't op I've got the new, new new version of Savage Worlds. I haven't opened it yet. I know that's a surprise, but I doubt this has changed. I pulled out my Deluxe Explorers Edition, and under Social Conflict, it works under three rounds if you're doing like a court case. And during each round, you'll have 
one side will present their case, the other side will dispute it, and then the third round, you know, be going back. And then you make opposing roles. If the GM thinks a side makes a particularly um, good point or, you know, strong case, then give them a plus, plus two, plus minus two to their, their role, obviously, justice to your system. The other thing it has is your other party members, if they provide something, they can assist. So that, you know, you could use that as far as if somebody's running around getting information and, you know, bringing evidence. You know, you have that that investigator that's running in the courtroom last second for Perry Mason kind of thing. And then it has a little table at the end, depending how many what the results are, whether you tie or you know what? I'm going to leave you another message to explain the results. So, again, Savage World, Social Conflict Rules, it's broken down to three three rounds of conversation, each focusing on one particular point. Further rounds represent the turn of conversation to additional points. Each round, player character role plays his argument and makes a persuasion role, which obviously you do however you can do in your system. Uh, or if they're arguing against him, he would make an opposing role. So after you've gone those three rounds, you, or however many rounds you want to go back and forth, you, you check how many victories each have from, so you have margin of success. If it's tied in a court case, the defense would win as the burden of proof is on the prosecution. On one to two margin difference, the jury finds a reasonable doubt if defense wins or assigns minimum sentencing if the prosecution wins. Three to four, uh, the jury invokes severe sentencing if the prosecution wins. If defense wins, defendant is cleared on all charges. And five plus, the prosecution wins court case, defendant receives maximum penalty. So just a thought, Savage Worlds actually does a lot of things really well and, and has a lot of little sub rules like that that work pretty well. But like I was saying, you can do the thing where your investigator is running the evidence in the courtroom at the last second, and you can use that where player, you know, other players can roll against the skill investigation or whatever, and then you know give a bonus to your players roll that round, something like that. I hope they didn't come across too broken and stupid. Really glad you enjoyed the court case episode and yeah that's a really interesting system i will pull the savage world's book off john's shelf shortly and take another read through it oh i think i've only got like the cheap ass like explorers edition or whatever it is that's fine <laughs> but yeah thank you very much jason for this and for all of your calls we will certainly have a look into that and hannah might end up using or at least taking some inspiration oh, from yeah. it for a star trek game because you're, so, you're looking at a lot of different inspirations. There's been so you? many different things that I've looked at for this, and it's all going to end up in a big melting pot and then probably a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you to the people who have left us voicemails. That's Colin Spike Pitt Green, and of course, Jason Connolly from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Thanks very much, guys. We really enjoyed sitting down and answering these voicemails. If anyone else has any voicemails or communications they want to leave us, you can drop us a message using the SpeakPipe website. There'll be a link in the description for this show. Or you can leave us an email. The email address is rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. So hopefully we'll see you all soon. Take care, stay safe, and keep going. Hi Jason, uh, really glad you found the 10 tips online RPG, the 
Ah!